six months, seven months, nothing was happening. Um, so I was scared about pressure from families, especially in-laws. It was like, I was trying to make things happen, <laughs> but nothing happened. So I had to just take it like that. To, I'll be honest, uh, my first reaction was, am I not ever going to have a child? But it, you know, the conditions at the time were looking like, but what if nothing happens? The child never comes through. You know, this is like three years already. Marriage is one of those things that is widely celebrated in most parts of the world. With marriage come some expectations, especially childbearing. In my part of the world, we have some sayings like, having children is the beauty or the joy of marriage. And on your wedding day, some people will come greeting you. We are coming to celebrate with you in the next nine months without considering the plans and the peculiarities of the couple. This put a lot of people under undue pressure. Today, I have a couple who have had to wait for a few years before they had their first issue. Please, can we meet you? I'm Uluatusi. And I'm Adilike. And, and he's Uluatusi. <laughs> Welcome Adeleke and Oluwatosi. So, for how long have you guys been married? Um, five years. Five years five plus. Years plus. For how long do you have to wait before you add your first issue? Um, it took us um, a four years plus before it came into the picture. Almost five years before it was brought forth <laughs> into the picture. I understand that in our part of the world, people have expectations from you that in the first one year, especially they say nine months, we are coming to celebrate with you. Um, at what point did you realize that this thing might not happen within the first one year? Okay. Um... Entering into the marriage, I I was kind of expecting like, okay, first year, like you said, that Bangan thing would just happen. But since it didn't happen, close to a year, I went to the hospital to just know what's up. And fortunately, unfortunately, or fortunately enough, I went to a general hospital and the doctor was like, please get out of my side, go and enjoy yourself for one year. And then after one year, we can talk. So it was the second year that I was retired, that I became conscious of the waiting thing more than... I started really thinking about it, about the, like, two and a half years into our marriage, you know. For me, the first year, second year, it wasn't, it wasn't a bother, like, I mean, there's no rush. But when it was getting to the third year, close to the end of the third year, I'm like, okay. What's up? What's up? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Did you experience some pressures from your family and friends? I think it would be a lot easier for you to 
say what reactions you well, noticed. <laughs> I noticed. Well, I can't. Um, I can't really um, say much on that. I don't know if his own family, maybe siblings, were asking him behind me, but they were not really coming out to me and all of that. But there was always that thing like, "Please don't worry, everything is going to be fine." Like that, like that, like that. Especially when we have a family gathering. But my on my own side, I don't have parents. But my eldest brother was always like, "Assisting, how far?" At some point, it was like he had to call me to his house on my way from the office. I had to stop by, like, okay. He was like, "Please, what's up? What's happening?" It's over two years. I was like, "Egbon, don't worry. Everybody's calculator or time is not the same thing. <laughs> I know I'm fine, and our children will come. Don't worry yourself." And I had to just like cut him short like that. So by the third year. Um, there was a little bit of um, questioning from just one person in the family, but it was not like putting me on that duress like that. But it was like, this maybe you should go there, maybe you should do this, maybe you should do that, maybe you should do this. Okay, <laughs> was Orioke part of the recommendations? <laughs> Oroke was not part of the recommendation. <laughs> Oroke was not part of the recommendation, but it was like maybe I should, maybe I should um, see a pastor go. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I go like like yeah. like everything is fine. And I'm not the I'm not the pastor 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 kind of person. I am not the Oroke kind of person. I have a relationship with God and whatever if if I can speak with it's just like like my husband would say, how can I go and meet an outsider to come and talk to my father to give me a gift when I can easily just go to my father to ask my hey, father for uh, daddy I need this. That's how I see my relationship with God and I ask like anything God cannot tell me definitely there's going to be a sign so even if another person is going to give me a vision or something i should have seen something close to it all i just need is a confirmation from the other person Absolutely. about what god has said already Absolutely. so that was like it for me and i'm like um, anywhere i'm not going and how but i think that's just like so there was really no pressure uh, so i have good in-laws yeah they are good. They are sweet. <laughs> I think I like that part where you mentioned that uh, somebody shouldn't talk to your father on your behalf. That's very instructive for me. For someone out there, your relationship with your God must be tight, must be something you want to guard jealously because when the chips are down when you feel weak and you don't know what to do then where you draw strength is from your source and that's one point um Tosin just mentioned thank you for that point Tosin. so um Leke, let me start with you how were you able to manage the pressures that came from your family and friends all through um, this um, waiting season. First things first, um, you know, like you said, by the time we were getting to that point where there was concern, you know, and then recommendations 
here and there. Uh, one of the things that I do. How do you know? Okay, <laughs> so one of the things that I had to do um, at that time was to. I had to get to a point where I had to draw um, clear boundaries, you know, particularly with um, my family. I called my mom and I told her that uh, we have both come to a decision that um, we will not be doing this anymore. All the prayers that we have prayed, we believe that God has heard us already. And all we need right now is to just thank Him. And we will just appreciate that anytime this comes to your mind, you just thank God for us. Like, just say a word of thanksgiving to God. Like, thank you God for answering. And that was it. And because about this time, that particular year, was when this movie, PK, was out. You know? And we had watched this movie, PK. I had watched it about four times. And, you know, uh, the guy had always reiterated that part about um, preachers telling the people to go so far, climb mountains, uh, swim in rivers, uh, you know, rub themselves into the mud and stuff like that, you know. And all of that just came together. So we, we just set those boundaries and that was how everything like pressure stopped entirely. Boundaries. It's very, 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 very essential. Having gone through this waiting thing for over four years what advice do you have for the couples out there who are going through a similar thing what principles did you learn from this process and what advice do you have for them the first thing i'll say is um you need to know you need to know why you are married in the first place so the first question is why exactly are you married and you know they say if the purpose of a thing is not known abuse is inevitable and we have uh, we have deviated from that line of thought especially for marriage in many instances most people do not know why they are married so they pursue the wrong interests i'm not saying that having children is um not important but if that is is that the reason why you got married so you probably need to ask yourself again and maybe sit down and ask your your spouse why did you marry me why did i marry this person i didn't marry her because i wanted children i think um for me enjoy the process enjoy it um enjoy your partner enjoy yourself enjoy work enjoy the environment enjoy the atmosphere enjoy hanging out and everything enjoy sex now the sex that you're enjoying is not because you're you're trying to conceive no enjoy sex for enjoyment's sake enjoy companionship talk ask questions get to know yourself again and again again and very, again very and that important. is one thing we do a lot Not one other thing life. that um that we wanted to say is that um, use that opportunity of waiting to prepare for parenting yeah uh, surround yourself with people who share your values who share the principles that you believe in yeah. people who will sharpen you who will help you oh, wow. and that's uh that's pretty much what um we think you know 
in summary in a nutshell <laughs> yeah. thank you so much uh, Mr. Leke and um, Tosi Adekunle, very wonderful story you just shared with us there. Uh, let me run through the high point of the advice you have for people who may be going through the same stuff uh, right now. Yeah, you, you said something about know why you are married. Purpose is very, very important. You talked about maximize your waiting time, focus on building yourself, focus on building your business, focus on building your career. Use that to build yourself. You also talked about um, don't build your esteem around having a child. There are many people out there that because they don't have a child, they feel like they are not as valuable as some other people who do you are not less of a woman you are not less of a man because you don't have children don't build your esteem around children and um okay you also talked about resolve to enjoy yourself have all the enjoyment that you can have very key and very important and then you also talked about build a support system build support systems around yourself surround yourself with people who share your values and who can encourage you in your journey and one last thing you mentioned is um prepare for parenting thank you so much for being a part of the show today um Adeleke and Tosi and thank you Fikayomi. Fikayomi can you please wave to your listeners <laughs> on this note we draw the curtains on this episode of life transitions today I believe you have learned one or two things from their story I have had some other episodes where I talked about demystifying relationship myth like who is the provider in the house i also talked about the happiness myth please go to my channel or either on youtube or my podcast channel and look at those videos again and i believe they will be very helpful for you and more importantly subscribe to my channel and turn on the notification bell till we meet again in the next episode Keep grinding, keep winning, and keep bringing in the laurels. I believe in you. I'm Dele Ayo Bankole.